Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a very special 6.30 p.m. edition of the Top Rope Report here on 1640 PWPR Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio, TalkShoe.com, <laughs> Anchor, and Facebook Live. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia, and joining me this week again as usual, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the Nubs Greg. Greg, welcome. Hey, Trev, how are you? Good, doing pretty good. Uh, we're going to be doing our... Our fantasy draft tonight, but uh, let's talk a little bit about Raw this past Monday night. I mean, were you as surprised as I was when we found out who the leader of Retribution was? Um, a little surprised, yes. Um, I- I'm kind of hoping it it leads to something else. I- I'd like to see them actually come out and say that he was also the hacker, and that was the beginning of all this. Um, but, I mean, it it was a surprise, um, and it all depends on where they go from here with it as to whether it was a good surprise or a dumb fuck surprise. Yeah, I know, because, you know, I mean, Ali was in the match to begin with, and then I guess he went out of the ring and made it look like... You know, he's giving him a face-to-face stare like he's going to go at it with him, and he just turns around and says, go get him. Right. So that was uh, that was quite a shock to the Hurt Business, too. And I was like, wow, I didn't... Uh, I mean, I knew what happened because I had read about it on one of the websites, but I just wanted to check it out anyway to say it. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, wow. It was actually, it was actually something different. Definitely, definitely. Definitely. It's just the only thing is is there 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 better be a good backstory as to why these people aligned with Ali to be in retribution. I mean, did he recruit them because he needed to get retribution because he was injured and the push that he was supposed to get went to Kofi Kingston? Is that where this all stems from? I mean. I know. You know, where, but why are Dijakovic, Dio Madden, I mean, why are these guys and girls um, the ones that he chose as his loyal, right. whatever, servants, if you want to call them? Yep. And well, supposedly Dio Madden, I guess, had a tryout or went to the performance center or something after he was at five by Brock Lesnar. And supposedly, from what I heard, they kind of like turned him down, didn't think he was good enough, and he's trying to prove him wrong or something. So, but I mean, I wonder if that might have something to do with it, because if they do reveal um, Ali as the hacker, then maybe this will make a little bit more sense. Right. So, well, I see, uh, but what was your take on Raw this week? I mean, I, I don't know, I'm trying to, Trying to make heads or tails out of this Alana Mysterio or and Buddy Murphy Lana thing. Uh, what? No, I said Alana. What's her name? Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Oh, yeah, Aaliyah Mysterio. I, I thought it was Alana. Uh, yeah, Aaliyah Mysterio. I'm trying to make heads or tails out of this, and we'll work on it more on my draft. But uh, what did you, what did you think about the whole situation? With uh, the Mysterio thing or just Raw itself? Both. I mean, you know, Raw I, itself, I didn't get a chance to see all of Raw. Why not? 
Oh. You know, you, you know how I am when I lay down and watch wrestling. I, I hit the, I hit the pillow oh. like the Finn Balor, the Finn Balor title match on NXT. Well, then. I mean, the minute, the minute that you guys got in the ring, I was all like a light. Why do you lay down then? Because I like to be comfortable when I'm watching things, and that's how I get comfortable is laying down. Okay. So, um, it was anyway. a, it was it was a subpar raw. Um, there wasn't anything special about it at all. Um, there was, looking at the matches, there were probably the best match, uh, I mean, was probably the sixth man at the end, and that was maybe a C plus. Um, I just, it just, it was blah. You know, oh, that, okay. that, that's the, the show and, and the performances they put on and the matches they put on. Um, you know, the whole Kevin Owens and having Bray Wyatt on, on the KO show, but Bray Wyatt only being in the fun house. And then he goes to look for him and he gets attacked by Aleister Black. I mean, if these are the stories you're going to give us, because you're just throwing in the towel because you're going up against Monday Night Football and you know you're not going right. to beat him in the ratings, well, yep. then just move Monday Night Raw to Tuesday nights while Monday Night Football is out. Right. Absolutely, I agree, because it, it was a pretty bad storyline. I mean, they need to, I mean the show they, itself they just was, wasn't good. You know, the entire show. I mean, the best... Uh, and like I said, the best part of the show was probably the beginning part of the uh, of the ten o'clock hour with the Rollins Murphy exchange. Yeah, I I totally agree with that part as well because that was that that was interesting. Right, that was an interesting thing to see what was going to happen. I mean, it's so, just now two yeah, so now two straight weeks. We have two straight weeks. There's been no Raw Underground, so. Uh, I'm wondering if that's already sailed its ship away. Maybe. I mean, maybe it was just, maybe they wanted to see if it would boost the ratings a little bit, and maybe they realized that it wasn't doing the job. So oh, it, it definitely wasn't. The third hour is the worst yeah. hour of Monday Night Raw. It always has been. Yeah. Yep. So... But uh, now we got the draft coming up, starting tomorrow night. Yep. I mean, it's time to shake things up in the WWE again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm looking for some surprises. You know, we already know that the champions are going to stay where they are. Roman Reigns and Drew and um, Drew McIntyre, because they're the number one picks on each brand. So we would, I, I would presume that they're going to stay one on Raw, him, Drew on Raw. Roman on SmackDown. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think SmackDown. I mean, because Fox does have a say in you know characters and the wrestlers that are on Friday night, you know SmackDown Live, mm-hmm. um, and I, I don't see them wanting to give up Roman Reigns. I, I, I don't see that either. Now we've known in the past couple of weeks that SmackDown has been killing Raw in the ratings. Even before Monday Night Football started, they were beating Raw in the ratings. Do you think that Raw is going to go after some really big-name stars? 
to try and boost their their ratings to go against SmackDown? I mean, I guess I can say yes, um, but I can also see some pretty big stars, at least in my fantasy booking. Um, yeah. I, I have some pretty big stars going from um, Raw to SmackDown as well. So I just think it, it it's, the draft is just to shake up the roster, be able to create new feuds. Um, right. And, you know, well, start new storylines. But that's why it was usually yeah. shortly, it was used, it was around WrestleMania before. It was shortly after WrestleMania before. Because that, once again, yeah. we've always talked about WrestleMania being that event that either ends, puts feuds to bed, or new feuds get ignited. And then you always had the draft right after that, which made for interesting things. So it's kind of weird to right. him for doing it in, in October. Mm-hmm. Just before another pay-per-view, too, so... Yeah. That'll, that'll be interesting. And with that in mind, with the draft, what do you say we get our fantasy draft on the, on the, on the move here? Yeah, just a little explanation as to, as to what we're doing. We're, we're, not, we're not doing a... What was that? I said, before we do that, uh, people uh, okay. that are watching and listening, um, can you just let everybody know how you're feeling out there? Feeling good? Feeling ready to go? Are you talking to me? Or the, well, you said the people out there listening. No, I Tell said, them how I they're feeling. A, I think there's a little bit of a lag because I can hear you. and It's like a Japanese movie. I can hear you, then when you're done, your mouth is moving. Well, that's how it is every time I'm with you, so. Yeah, but uh, no, I was about to say, for the people out there that are um, watching... Just let everybody know how you're feeling before we do the draft. Oh, as well as can be expected. I mean, you know, there's no difference, no change. I mean, my health, I mean, other than the fact that I'm, you know, only have two-thirds of a leg, um, my health is fine. So. Okay. Well, that's good. That's excellent to hear. And, um, like, you know, here, Mr. Trivia, myself, you know, we're waiting for your speedy recovery and your release home soon, and hopefully we can get that up and going before you know it. But, yeah, so let's get into our fantasy draft, and let's see how much we agree and disagree. Yeah, so, first of all, the explanation. its We're not going to sit here and, and redraft the entire Raw or SmackDown rosters. Um, we've chosen to choose six picks to go from Raw to SmackDown and from SmackDown to Raw. And I say picks in quotes because tag teams are considered a pick. Um, if you pick the Hurt Business, all four members of the Hurt Business go from Raw to SmackDown. Um, we're not redrafting the entire roster. Um, I mean, I know the Yankees should be starting and lose to lose their game, you know, their series in about you know, half an hour or so. I mean, I don't want to sit here and get back to, you know, the game in seventh inning by doing, you know, 50 draft picks. Um, we both, I mean, if we have identical members going from Raw to SmackDown and SmackDown to Raw, that's fine. Um, we're not doing a, once again, we're not redoing the whole roster. We just each have chosen six people or more, whatever, 
um, that we would like to see move um, from brand to the other brand. Right. Now, Absolutely. I know we predetermined that you were going to go first with your first person for Raw, and I was going to go first with my first person for SmackDown. Um, but which one do you want to start with? Do you want to start with the people that are going from Raw to SmackDown or the ones that are going from SmackDown to Raw? Let's start with um, the ones going from Raw to SmackDown. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So my first pick that I would like to see go from Raw to SmackDown is Kevin Owens. Okay. And the reason being is I think they want to they want to get a, a program going with Kevin Owens and the Fiend. Okay. And I think that would I think that might be an inter, that might be an interesting feud played out the right way. I, I definitely can see that. Um Uh, my, now my picks aren't in any specific order, um, but the first person that I would be moving, um, because I definitely think he needs more of a fresh start, um, and I think moving him to SmackDown would do that, um, get him into a feud, um, maybe with Sami Zayn, um, pretty much right away. Um, and that would be Aleister Black. I think it's time to, you know, take him off a of Raw and let's put him on SmackDown. Give him, once again, give him a fresh start and see where he can go with it. Plus, he can also pick up. An, plus, he can also pick up his feud with Kevin Owens again too. Well, I I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Do I have Kevin Owens going right. from Raw to SmackDown? You might. You do, but maybe. I, I might not, so there may not be a feud to continue with the two of them. <laughs> yep. Alright, so my next one going from Raw to SmackDown. Uh, I kind of th- look at your your point the same way with uh, an Aleister Black pick. With my pick here is let the guy expand and get away from the situation of Raw and explore new ventures on SmackDown. I'm going to go with Angel Garza. Okay. Going to SmackDown. I would like, you know, that's what I would like to see in my, uh, in my pick. All right. Um, one thing that I would like to see, and this is going along with my, my second move, um, with there being so such a limited amount of women on the roster. Ooh, excuse me. I would like to see a lot of women move in the draft. I think you need to freshen it up a little bit so we're not seeing the same matches over and over. So I've got Peyton Royce going from Raw to SmackDown. All right. Once again, just to ignite new feuds... Possibly keep get her away from Billy Kay, um, so they can really mm-hmm. both try and stand, you know, stand alone in, in their career. Yep. Uh, my 
Uh, another pick I'm going to go with, what I'd like to see go from Raw to SmackDown is, you know, he's not... I don't think they're going to play this Hurt Business and Apollo Crews and Ricochet, stuff like that. I think they're not going to play that all out much, much more. So, my next pick I would like to see going from Raw to SmackDown is Ricochet. Okay. Okay. I think he. I think they could align him with a couple of... Uh, couple of SmackDown wrestlers to have some good programs with. I mean, I can see him, you know, again, I can see him against Sami Zayn. Yeah. I think it would be a good match. Yep. Yep. Um, my next pick kind of goes a little bit along with that. Um, and I have Apollo Crews going from Raw to SmackDown. Um, Ricochet's kind of, in my opinion, is is the sidecar to the to the motorcycle in this feud with the Hurt Business. Right. It's been about Apollo Cruz against the Hurt Business for quite a while, um, and you can only get whipped with a twitch for two for so long. So I would I would move Apollo Cruz to SmackDown. Okay, good pick, good pick. My next one is probably going to be like, oh, really? Wow, I can't believe you picked that. Um, one of the reasons I'm making this pick is I don't see him getting in a feud in the near future with Drew McIntyre. So let's take him off a of Raw, see how well he does against Roman Reigns. I'd like to see Keith Lee go to SmackDown. Already? Wow, okay. All right. I think it's a little quick because he's only been on Raw for a short period of time. Um, and he's really only been in, you know, the one feud. Um, just had that little campaign with Braun Strowman. So, you know, let's see where that goes. Um, yep. Well, I know we had said, or you had mentioned that you don't think any champions are going to move brands. Well, I've got a champion... Moving brands. And that's the 24 7 7 Eleven I 95 champion, R Truth, moving from Raw to SmackDown. The, um, the, the 68 time 24 7 champion. Yes, yes. I think he's won it like 68 times already. Um, okay, that would be interesting. That would spice up things on SmackDown, definitely. Yeah. Yep. Um, another one of my picks. You're probably gonna. Why did you pick this guy? Uh, it's it's the same thing as as I picked with Angel Garza. Let's get him some new feuds. Let's get him some things going on. One of my picks going from Raw to SmackDown is Umberto Carrillo. Okay. I like to, I, another one. I you know I like to. There's another one I like to see possibly go against Sami Zayn. Or Jeff Hardy. You know, matches like, guys like that or Flyers are going to be a good match. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm just realizing I, I made a mistake here. Um, so I'll just go with one of my backups. Um, okay. Next, once again, I, I think there should be, I, I would like to see a lot of movement in the women's division. Um, 
and there's been a, a mainstay, I'll say, on Raw for quite a while, who's recently um, been able to showcase her in-ring talent, and, and you know, I've seen her a couple times, and, you know, a few times now, and each time I see her, I'm getting to like her a little bit more, um, but if hubby's going over, you gotta bring the wifey with her, with him, and that would be Zelina Vega, um, going from Raw to SmackDown. Okay. My, uh, my take on that is similar. You know, get some more women out, you know, do the switcheroo. You've got the husband on Raw, get the wife on SmackDown. I'm going to go with Bianca Belair going to SmackDown. Splitting her up from her husband and uh, with the Street Profits. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let her, go, let her go on her own. Let her blossom out without having to be, you know, be defined by... I'm not saying that's going to be her whole career, but... If you notice, they always mention, you know, Bianca Belair to Street Profits. Let them get away from that and let her go on her own. See how well she does. Okay. Um, so to wrap up my sixth person, <coughs> excuse me, going to Raw. Um, this one might surprise you a little bit. Um, but I think the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins... Would do wonders you know, that's who I for have, for that's SmackDown. I, I I had that written down, and then we were talking. And then I went to look at the list, and I said, "Oh shit, I don't have any women going from Raw to SmackDown." So let me choose a woman. So I crossed out Seth Rollins' name and added Bianca Belair. Okay. But like, oh man, oh that was a good pick. That would be something interesting because. I was going to go with, yeah, Seth Rollins because I think this Monday Night Messiah thing is getting played out now. Yeah, especially seeing as he has no more um, disciples. I mean, right. you know, he had AOP who are yeah. now gone. They got fired. Yep. He had, um, obviously, Murphy, and we saw that dissolve this yep. past Monday. And he had Austin Theory who was indefinitely suspended and is now showing up on NXT. So, um, you, you know, you can have a Messiah, but really Messiah is not much without his disciples. Right. Okay, so those were our six who we th- those were our six who we think are gonna uh, from Smack from Raw to SmackDown. Now yep. let's see who we think is gonna go from SmackDown to Raw. And I believe. Greg, you will start us off with the SmackDown ones? Yes. Yep. Okay. And right off of the top, I'm going to... Sorry, I'm just putting my little numbers down so I go in the order I want to go in. <laughs> um, somebody that I think can go to the red brand... Um, and immediately challenge Asuka um, and be a strong challenger for Asuka for her Raw Women's title. Um, And it is the first woman ever to hold the SmackDown Women's title um, and also, not at the same time, and also the Raw Women's title. And that's Alexa Bliss herself. Um, I, I would move Alexa Bliss from SmackDown to Monday Night Raw. Okay. 
definitely would be uh, an interesting pick for the women's division. Now, my first pick that I'd like to see go from SmackDown to Raw, even though we haven't seen him on TV much, would be nice to see him get in there and get back in on to Monday night. Yes, yes, yes. Daniel Bryan. Okay. All right. Um, the second person that I would move um, from SmackDown to Raw, um, and this kind of puts a play on your Kevin Owens feud. Um, I don't move Kevin Owens from Raw to SmackDown to feud with The Fiend. I move The Fiend from SmackDown to Raw to feud um, with either Kevin Owens or possibly have The Fiend, you know, go after Drew McIntyre. I mean, you move The Fiend, he's got a whole nother group of people he can, you know, stalk. Um, and then it still keeps the pairing with Alexa Bliss together. Yep, absolutely. One of my picks for Monday Night Raw comes into for the women is to come in to challenge Oscar. For some strange reason, there's just something about this woman that strikes me as eventually a woman's champion. And that's Lacey Evans. Okay. All right. I, I do have her written down as a, you know what, let me write this name down um, just in case I change my mind while I have my list going. Um, but the next person that, that I would move from SmackDown to Raw, um, and this actually should have been, I mean, I could have gone with this person first because um, I think it's most important to get this man off of SmackDown and get him on Raw. And that's AJ Styles. Um, I, I really, I, he's kind of done everything he can um, on SmackDown right now. I don't see him stepping up to get into a campaign against Roman Reigns. Um, I could see him getting up into a feud with Drew McIntyre. Um, but uh, my next move would be AJ Styles to Monday Night Raw. Okay, I can see that because I had AJ Styles going as well, but that's not going to be my next pick. Um, well, might as well might pick. as well be if you told us. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. So we'll, I'll also go Styles to Raw. Okay. All right. Um. Oh, there we go. I carried my own writing. Um, the next person I would take for Monday night for from SmackDown to Monday Night Raw um, almost looks like he's already on Raw, um, and this just kind of piggybacks on with um, what we've seen the last week. Uh, you know, he went over to go to Raw Underground and took on Dabo Kato. Um, Same one I did. And then next person that he took that he took on, and it was. An exhibition because he's not officially a member of Raw, um, and that's the monster among us, Braun Strowman, going from SmackDown to Raw. Same exact one I had too. So I'll just write that down for Triv Strowman. <laughs> Pretty soon I'm not gonna be able to get my pick out. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, at least we're agreeing on him. 
know? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, back to the women. Like I said, I had, you know, I'm looking at, you know, just changes. Um, do I want to split up Bailey and, and Sasha and move Sasha to Raw? Probably not yet because that feud needs to end. Um, I thought about Lacey Evans going over to Monday Night Raw just to reignite new feuds. Um, I know for they when they announced the draft, um, they announced you know they they announced sixty wrestlers eligible in the draft, but they're only doing fifty draft picks, and the other ten are free agents. So I could see maybe you know Lacey Evans switching brands um, as a free agent. But the next person, and, and I, I think if I were WWE, um, and this would have been my move, would be to not have um, revealed the mystery woman yet. And I would reveal to her this Friday and Friday Night SmackDown as a draft pick from SmackDown to Monday Night Raw, and that's Carmella. Okay. That was awesome. That's excellent. That would have been a definite surprise if they did it that way. My next pick, we haven't had a tag team go yet. So my next pick is going to be a tag team. And there's really not much in the way of the Street Profits facing very many tag teams on Raw because every time I see the Street Profits facing somebody, they're facing Garza and uh, Andrade. So... I'm going to take Heavy Machinery okay. going from SmackDown to Raw. Okay. Plus it also gets him hooked back up with Mandy Rose. Okay. All right. And my last pick um, is going to agree with one of your picks. Um, and I think this person, once again, should go from SmackDown to Raw. Um, I think it would help Raw. Um, the man is a fan favorite. Uh, I know that um, the state of Florida has now um, approved arenas and theaters to go to full capacity. Uh, so most likely WrestleMania will be in Tampa next year. They'll, they'll bring it from L.A. to Tampa. Um, we know a lot of things go into WrestleMania. Um, California can't guarantee that they're going to let them have fans in the stadium. So, you know, I know it's still six months away, but hey. Um, the Raw main event will be Daniel Bryan against whoever the champion is. Because I have Daniel Bryan also going from SmackDown to Monday Night Raw. Okay. Now, I know we don't usually put... Uh bad guys, but it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be a bad guy at WrestleMania. My last pick going from Raw to SmackDown is if there's a new champion or if he does by some reason have a face turn to go against Roman Reigns, which you never know. I mean, I, it might, might not, but my last pick going from Raw to SmackDown will be none other than the Viper, Randy Orton. 
I knew that's where you're going with that because we we had actually discussed this on the phone the other day. Yeah. Um, you know. So, so, what, so those are our fantasy. Those are the top rope reports. Fantasy draft picks. Greg with six. I'm with me with six. We'll see how many of them actually come true. Because if they actually come true, then I'm submitting our paperwork into Titan Sports, and we'll take it from there. <laughs> um. One thing I would like to see them do um, has really nothing much to do with the draft, but once again, I mean, the Viking Raiders no longer together due to injuries. Um, Andrade and Garza no longer together. Um, They've kind of disbanded them. Um, There's, I've read possibilities of heavy machinery kind of splitting up. Um, I've seen the possibility of Morrison and Miz splitting up I think the fewer and fewer tag teams that they have it just makes much 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 more sense um, to do a winner take all tag team free for all of some sort at Survivor Series and and do like they have for the women just have one tag title let that tag team you know go back and forth between you know the brands any of the brands all three um, you know, you can throw the Undisputed Era and Imperium and whoever else, you know, is NXT. Um, but I just, you know, one thing is I, I did watch, um, I've been watching a little bit of AEW, and I think they're purposely focusing on their tag team divisions um, just because WWE doesn't. Um, they have a lot of tag teams. I mean, they have one of the, you know, historically, you know, recent history, we should say, um, best singles wrestlers, at least top five for most of the time, Kenny Omega, um, in a tag team. And Trip's phone just flopped again, and... (laughs) Yep. You know, so I, I, I really think they should consider combining the two... You know, the Raw and the SmackDown tag titles. Um, I, I totally agree. You know, the New Day's not together anymore, really. I mean, you know. So, that that's what I would do if yeah. I was WWE. Now, was Kofi injured? He he just took time away. He, it was claimed that he was injured. But there's no listing of an injury on, on websites... Um, I went to the list for the roster, and you know it shows Ibar out with the neck surgery, and Eric out with the biceps, and you know Edge out for this. Just says Kofi Kingston. Um, they, you know, I mean, I guess on the show you can say there's an injury, but due to the, you know, like reasoning for whatever, um. If there's not a real injury and you put it in print, yep. there's issues with that. Yep. All right. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, this will be this will be sent to uh, this will be the Nuxer will be getting his his gifts from trivia. Hopefully next week when I check my schedule. So for all of you people that don't know, Greg's probably seen it already. This is one part. This is the other part. And then on the other one, this is one part. 
And this is one part. Yeah, that, that I mean, the Steelers side looks great. Uh, the Yankees side, I would have done, you know, the red, white, and blue Yankee bat and hat. I, I don't, you know, but that's just me. But um, Trivia's going to try and get those out to, to the Nugster uh, pretty soon. I guess our, I guess here in Connecticut, our phase three reopening started today, I guess. Yes. Yep. That's something. We'll, that's something we'll. Uh, and they are we'll allowing. They are allowing visitors here now. Um, they have a. From what I, I haven't seen it yet, I saw the early stages of the setup of it. Um, they have yeah. a little separate area where you still have to make appointments. So they're not going to have you know five hundred people coming into the building at once and wandering around the building trying to figure out where they need to go. Um, right. There's a separate area that, that you can have visitors come and, and visit with you. I, I don't know how long you can stay. I don't know how many people they have down there taking visitors. I don't know if it's just one, if it's two. That's still kind of, you know, depending on who you talk to <laughs> right. right now. Absolutely. So. And if it wasn't for the Facebook Live... You know, Greg and I wouldn't really be seeing each other because of this COVID because I can't go visit them. Right. Well, nobody can. Huh? Nobody can uh, up until today. Yeah. Because I know the Meriden Public Library just opened yesterday to the public. So, but uh, yeah, so this this draft, I think is going to, I think it's going to be interesting to, to set up some new feuds. Um, new storyline, see how well it's going to work. Um, if they don't draft Bray Wyatt or Alexa Bliss, you know, to to Raw, just keep them and let them run their program the way they are now. Right. I mean, although the WWE has been noted to split people up from time to time, and, you know, when things were going good, they split them up, and that was that. So... But I think it's going to be interesting, uh, the draft on Friday. Like yeah, they usually are. They usually are very yeah. interesting. Um, yeah. Once again, you know, there'll be a larger number of draft picks for Raw than SmackDown because they have the three hours, so they always have the larger roster. Um, mm-hmm. Stephanie McMahon will be there Friday night, and she'll be there Monday to announce um, the picks. So it'll probably be the same old way they did it. They'll do, you know, um, she'll announce five picks at a time and she'll announce, you know, Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown, Raw. Right. You know, or maybe three picks and it'll be Raw, SmackDown, Raw. Um, yeah. It won't be like in the past where, I mean, which I kind of liked. It was different where, you know, the, there was just no, you know, just whatever. The announcers were ringside and they did like the, scrolling faces on the big Titan Tron and then boom it stopped on a face and then that person right. came out um, yep. I mean I, I, that was different um, but the way that they've done it the last couple of years is the way that I think they're going to do it this year I know it's Stephanie McMahon announcing the picks um, it's not a raw general manager saying okay this is who I drafted and it's not a Smackdown general manager saying okay this is who I'm drafting with the draft board that was stupid you know, how they all were around the conference table and high-fiving each other for their draft picks and all this and that. Yeah, that, was that, was, that was dumb. 
Um, so it'll just be like it was a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. Now, unlike last year, are you surprised NXT's not in the draft? Um, yes and no. Um, I know there's people out there, um, I know DJ being one of them that absolutely love NXT. I know there's people out there that I see on Facebook that thinks NXT has got the better wrestlers and, you know, they're they're definitely, you know, a better product and better quality. Um, I, I know a lot of the big matches they have are a better quality than main events at the, you know, at the big boy shows. Um, but in my eyes, they're still part of WWE developmental. Um, they're so, you know, when, when they do a, you know, a draft, they don't, you know, Major League Baseball, when they do a draft, they're not drafting people out of the minors, you know. Um, if they make trades, yeah. you know, okay, maybe um, minors, minor leaguers get thrown in, but it, it's it's if you're making moves, it, it's got to be on a level playing field. And, and I mean, you know, NXT isn't, you know, on a level right. playing field. Yep. Now, the new draft that's coming up is going to be interesting when we do our prediction picks because, you know, there's going to be some matches that we're not used to to picking on, I mean, to betting on. I mean, there's been some that, you know, we've had the same match, two pay-per-views, not two pay-per-views in a row, but we've seen the same match where there was, you know, two matches from the same guy. And like Randy Orton and Edge, they had two matches, and you know now if they're on different brands, if you know now we're going to see different matchups, different setups, and it's going to be interesting. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing where SmackDown's going to start on Friday night and how they're going to go with it. I won't be able to see it till the following night. Mm-hmm. So anybody out there, no spoilers. Um, well, so then make sure you make sure make make sure you stay off of Facebook then. <laughs> Sometimes I don't even have to do that. Sometimes I'll have somebody talking about it on, uh, send me a text message. Oh, did you see what you call it? The draft? No, no, don't tell me. But, um, yeah, so I think it's going to make for uh, an interesting end of the year, so to speak, for WWE as far as, you know, the, the shows and the, you know the TV shows and the pay per views. It's gonna it's gonna be quite interesting. Yeah, I, I'm very interested to see um, what they're gonna do after this pay per view. Um, wh- what are they doing for shows after November first? Because their contract and agreement with the Amway Center ends um, technically on Halloween, goes through the end of October. Um, right. So that you know that last Friday night SmackDown. Um, I think it's the thirtieth. Um, yeah, I think it's thirtieth. Yeah, and 30th, uh, yeah. you know that'll be the last thing that they have. So where's Monday Night Raw going to be? You know, the day before the day before the presidential election, 
you know, where's Monday Night Raw going to be? I, you know, don't know. Now, you had said that WrestleMania 37 going to be in Tampa. They're expecting a full crowd. Well, there's... Because of the fact that Florida just passed their next phase um, and allowing sports arenas, um, indoor-outdoor arenas to go to full capacity. Um, and right now with California, you know, the governor of California and, you know, the mayor of L.A., where the next WrestleMania was supposed to be, WrestleMania 37th and 0 SoFi Stadium, they, I mean... They can't guarantee anything right now. I mean, it's six months away. Um, who right, knows? I mean, who knows? But then, wouldn't that be the answer to the problem? I mean, if you're not going to be at the Amway Center and you've got a phase three now where you can get full capacity at arenas, can't the WWE go to an arena in Florida well, and they, do their shows now? They, they could. Um, but I mean, once again, you've got contracts. I mean, you you've got to pay insurance for. I mean, everybody that goes there. Um, I mean, it's not like you can just you know throw stuff like this together. Um, I mean, I would imagine that they they've already gotten their their you know plans as to what they're doing. Um, I know they had mentioned about possibly doing. Um, you know, outdoor arenas and kind of right now keeping it more down south. But, you know, once again, you know, they're, they're, it, it, this, you never know with this, what, with this coronavirus to what's going on. Um, you could have another influx of, you know, infections, um, which could, you know, turn everything around again. Yep. And, but, but that, but that's for another conversation. The coronavirus, and uh, yeah, but that's that's definitely a good point because you know if the WWE can you know maybe do that. I mean, it's not not too bad. They pulled it off with the virtual fans, you know, piping in a little crowd noise. I think they pulled it off somewhat. Yeah, but it it's kind of like not the same with a live crowd. Right. I mean, I like what they did. I like what they did at Takeover. Um, now they've now moved from the full sale arena to the performance center for NXT. Um, I forget what dumbass name they call the arena now, but um, I, I liked how they had they had you know a little bit of the virtual fans in back, uh, but then they had their you know performance people that are from the performance center that are training and stuff like they did before. Um, yep. when they were, you know, doing Raw, SmackDown, and NXT off in the Performance Center. Um, and I think that added, you know, a nice thing to it. And, and I would, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. You know, throwing yeah, a thousand, throwing a thousand live fans and the, you know, thousand virtual fans and. Yep. That would definitely be interesting. So kudos to the WWE for definitely pulling that off with the virtual crowd. So, all right, Greg, anything else we're going to add? And, you know, we'll be back again on Sunday at 10 a.m.? Nope. If that's, I, I, nope. Nope. <laughs> oh, that's right. We'll be back Sunday, but we don't know what time yet. Probably the afternoon would probably be easiest. Okay. All right, so stay tuned uh, for 
the time. It will be Sunday, but just stay tuned for the time we will be uh, going live. So, I mean, thought it was a great show. We had a good show tonight. Yes. Went over a lot of things. Yep. Talked about, a lot of, hit on a lot of good points, and we'll see tomorrow if they're watching and taking our picks to SmackDown from Raw <laughs> and Raw to SmackDown. So, great, great show. We'll talk to you again on Sunday. And for the Nugster Greg, this is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report saying thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you on Sunday. <laughs>